hello, I am James Constable. And I'm Livia Duncan. And we are both solicitors specialising in criminal law at BP Collins Solicitors. This is the Criminal Maze podcast. The aim of the podcast is to break down individual parts of the criminal justice system to explain what happens from the start to the finish. We have, in previous episodes, looked at a court case from start to finish. And in this series, we are exploring different aspects such as what a jury do and what it's like to be on a jury, what happens if you're arrested and what happens in court. And today we're going to be looking at something that is becoming more and more widespread with the increased use of social media and the internet. And that is online trolling. So Liv, is online trolling an offence? Yes, it is, James. Online trolling is a criminal offence that can be prosecuted under the Malicious Communications Act 1983, which we will refer to as the MCA 1983, and the Communications Act 2003. So under the MCA 1983 Section 1, a person commits the offence if he or she sends to another person a letter, electronic communication or article of any description, which is any of the following. One, indecent or grossly offensive. Two, a threat. Or three, false and known or believed to be false by the sender. The mens rea, or the mental element of the offence, is the intention to cause distress or anxiety to the recipient or any other person to whom the sender intends it to be communicated. So for these type of offences, what do the prosecution look for? Well, the Crown Prosecution Service, or CPS guidance, is clear that even when an offence is made out, prosecution of the alleged offender must be in the public interest. So where Article 10 of the European Convention on Human Rights, that is the right to freedom of expression and information, is engaged, the CPS must decide whether it has convincingly been established that a prosecution is necessary and proportionate. The CPS guidelines note that particular care must be taken when a criminal sanction is contemplated for the way in which a person has expressed themselves on social media. Essentially, the position set out in the CPS guidelines is that it will rarely be in the public interest to bring a prosecution given the potential impact on free speech. Advice to the prosecutors is to pay particular regard to 1. The likelihood of re-offending. The spectrum ranges from a suspect making a one-off remark to a suspect engaged in a sustained campaign against a victim. 2. The suspect's age or maturity. This may be highly relevant where a young or immature person has not fully appreciated what they wrote. 3. The circumstances of and the harm caused to the victim, including whether they were serving the public, whether this was part of a coordinated attack or virtual mobbing, whether they were targeted because they reported a separate criminal offence, whether they were contacted by a person convicted of a crime against them, their friends or their family. Four, whether the suspect has expressed genuine remorse. Five, whether swift and effective action has been taken by the suspect or others, for example, service providers, to remove the communication in question or otherwise block access to it. Six, whether the communication is or was not intended for a wide audience, or whether that was an obvious consequence of sending the communication, particularly where the intended audience did not include the victim or target of the communication in question. And seven, 
whether the offence constitutes a hate crime. The above factors should be taken into account by prosecutors when they are considering whether prosecution is necessary and proportion restriction on the Article 10 rights of the suspect. And Liv, what can you do about online trolling as a victim? Well, this isn't an exhaustive list, but more like general advice on how best to deal with trolls and protect yourself. So first of all, you can report the malicious behaviour to the website the troll is using. Secondly, do not feed the trolls, that is, don't respond. Thirdly, you can try to block the individual or the troll account. And if you can, save copies of the offensive messages first. Number four, review your privacy settings and apply further restrictions as necessary. And number five, talk about it. Tell someone you trust about what has happened and how it is affecting you and make a note of it. The decision to prosecute will turn on the facts and merits of each particular case. But if it's having an impact on your mental health, it's really important to talk this through. I think especially as a man, men traditionally don't talk. It's really important if something is affecting you or having an impact on you to share it with other people. Because when you talk about things and share them, it does make you feel better. And as they say, a problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the statistics around mental health in men, young men, um, well, men in general, but then also the, the real life impact that it can have on young men are, are really horrific. So do reach out if you need help. We hope this episode of the Criminal Maze podcast has been informative and helpful. If you would like to ask us any questions or speak to us about any of the topics we've raised in this episode, please contact me on Instagram under The Criminal Solicitor. And I'm on Instagram as Litigation Live. Um, and if you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, or even if you haven't, remember we've been talking about online trolling, so be kind <laughs> and leave us a review share the podcast and hopefully other people will come across it and like it too. Thank you.